Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut. Every Wednesday, you will be updated on the latest market happenings with TFC Market Updates. Hosted by Rakesh and Anthony with some friends crashing from time to time. If you want to get this show and other investment-focused content on a separate curated feed, I will strongly recommend you follow our investing podcast, TFC Investors Network. All you need to do is search on your favorite podcast platform, TFC Investors Network, and be all geeky about investing only. Hello, coconuts. Welcome to another episode of Weekly Market Updates, where we scour the net to find worthy financial news for you. This week, there is nothing short to talk about, folks. <laughs> they were going to touch, firstly, on bringing in the kitchen sink. Let that sink in, right? <laughs> and Twitter being acquired by Elon Musk. We're then going to take you through mega tech earnings, Meta, Alphabet, Microsoft, and Apple all in their way here. Are they actually looking good? Should we actually invest in them? When is a good time? What is going to be like in the next quarter? What is going to be like in terms of the horizon for each of these tech earnings and tech companies? We'll take you through it. So let's get to it. Hello, Coconuts. Welcome back to another weekly episode with me, Rakesh. And Anthony. And no Reggie. Hey. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Anthony. Hope you're feeling yeah. all right. Yeah, much better. Um, and yeah, it's good to have Alvin and, and Reggie on last week to, to talk about China. Yeah. Right? And, and they can properly, you yeah. know, talk about China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Tell me about it, man. All of our filler stories plus China last week. So. <laughs> Not, not, not oh, really. No, Net- Netflix not really filler. It's just, it's a good story, True. I think. Yeah. True. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, this week though, coconuts, we have a ton to talk about. Right, we're gonna start <sighs> off. We, we we are back into earning season, so we have ton and ton to talk about. We thought we'd do two big topics for you today. One is about a kitchen sink. <laughs> It is. It yeah, really it, is. It, it yeah. is. It's, it's, it's terrible. Well, but I, I'm glad it's over. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I know that saga and so on and so forth. Um, so obviously, we're going to first talk about Twitter. We're going to jump then into mega tech earnings, where we'll cover Meta, Alphabet, Microsoft, and Apple. All right. So stay tuned. This is coming to you live from well, from Singapore, really. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, take us take us through what what happened with the kitchen sink. Yeah, well, I mean, um, I, I guess Elon Musk thinks it's really funny, right? Um, so, so he he finally completed his acquisition of Twitter, um, and then mm. the acquisition closed after you know months and months of of trying, actually suing each other in court, and you know all that rubbish about spam and all that. And on his first day, he brought in a kitchen sink, and he said, "Let <laughs> that sink in." Right. Um, I mean, <laughs> on the level of lame jokes, it's not great. Um, yeah. So, so it's not even like you know throwing the kitchen sink at. at no, exactly. Or, or actually, like that, right? 
in all fairness, that's what I thought it was, you know, because yeah. of all the saga, of all the delay that has been happening, you know, screw it, I'll just throw the kitchen sink. Yeah, but, but it's literally let that sink in. I'm like, no, that, that's not that clever. Um, and, and, he sold, and he bought a $44 billion company. So, you know, you know who, who, who told you need to study hard? Then you can be rich, right? It's okay. <laughs> Maybe he's actually brought the sink for himself because he needs to let it sink in that he had to buy Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he got kind of forced to buy Twitter, right? And then closed yes. out the position. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm quite glad that's over. Um, wh- whoever bought Twitter and, and kind of held through the entire saga mm. or, you know, bought halfway through and all that actually made decent amounts of money when the market tanked, right? Yeah. I, I think, you know, so so th- this is a great result. You know, they, they forced him to close. He closed then. As a public shareholder, you go, hooray, you know. Now we can all really sit at the sidelines and, and just watch him make a mess of everything. But yeah. <laughs> well, he did fire. Well, he walked in and within the first day, fire a whole ton of people, right? Um, He he fired the the, C, the CEO, CFO, and I think head of legal. And all, all of that was expected. Mm-hmm. I think what, what was kind yeah. of unexpected was a day after firing, Um, he said, oh, actually, you know what? I, I fired them with cause, so, so they are not entitled to any compensation. Right and and the, and the CEO was meant to walk away with like a forty two million dollar payout or something, right? Cause cause his shares, his options are vested. Wow. You know, and he's just like, nope, you know, you you are negligent. I'm firing you for cause, and you know, I I'm not going to pay you. Sue me, right? Which is well, I guess what? he's turning to Donald Trump. Um, yeah. So so he did that. <laughs> um, but what else did he do? Um, I, there there were a lot of rumors going around that he was rushing to to fire people before first of November. Um, because that was when the options for the employees vested. So so to save right. them a bit of money, he wanted to fire them. Um he he apparently made the engineering teams work like, you know, um overnight to to rush out product changes. Oh, yes. Yeah, and, and or like make people print out their code so that he could send them to like Tesla, you know, engineers to review the code. Which is like right. like I mean <laughs> That's if I were a Tesla show, I'd be quite irritated, right? Like I, I have these guys who who can't really do self driving, although that's been ha- supposed to be happening for three years, and now you're making them yes. review like Twitter's code. Like what? No, you know, do your job. But you know, I, I guess it's it's he, he he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I guess so, right? I mean, it's 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 quite insane what he's been doing. So so take take us through this. So now he's purchased it. It's off the market. Yep. It, or it will be in off the, the process market. Of delisting. I think it officially delists um, at the end of... Uh, sorry, it delists on the 8th of November. Um, I, I can't even trade it on Tiger now. So I, I assume that people are not letting you trade. Um, and yeah, yeah it's, you if if you hold a share... If you still hold shares... Or if you are still holding shares as at 28 October... Then October. you the, your broker will somehow pay you the money sometime down the line. I, I don't know when... Um, and I yeah. kind of decided yeah. that I didn't want to wait for that. So I sold at like fifty three ninety five or something like that. Just, just to it. get the cash immediately. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm one of those suckers that have to wait for the broker to pay me. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know. I read somewhere that it, it, it could take like up to a month to, to process everything. Ah, okay. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, ah, yeah. it's fine. That's I'll, okay. I'll take the cash first. Right, right, right. So I'm not a heavy position in Twitter. I just bought it. Um, When it dropped. I remember he pulled out. Then it dropped back to like 30-something. Yeah, so I was like, okay, let's try this again. I didn't buy any until it went until they sued and it went to 30 something. I was like, oh, this is good, and yeah. then I bought more. So, so that's <laughs> been, been, been a nice run. I, I like that. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um that was that was fun. But yeah, I think good to good for, for coconuts out there that have Twitter. Right. It could mm-hmm. it could perhaps take up to a month, but you know, just check in with your um broker and let's see yep. let's see when that should come through. But yeah. I mean finally this is over. He can get to work. I've been reading rumors that he's sort of like hiring Tesla into Twitter, like Tesla employees into Twitter or something, moving them across. Um I don't know whether that's true. I, yeah, I mean, how are we gonna move them across? I don't know. Yeah. Um, besides this code thing, which is quite insane. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's mad, right? Like you print out code and you get people to, <laughs> to review it. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh, but whatever. I, I'm not a shareholder anymore. It doesn't concern me. Um, I think I'd be more pissed off if I was yeah. a Tesla shareholder than anything else, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, awesome, man. Yeah, but it's good. It's over. We're good that it's, I mean, you made massive news this past week, despite all the all the earnings and all of that. Um, and let's see where, where he's going to take it. He mentioned he's going to unlock potential. So <coughs> let's see it. We shall see. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yep. Uh, all right. Um, all right. Now to the, now to the core, not to the meat stuff, right? Wait, Mega be, before tech that, before that, right? FOMC ah, is yes. coming up tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> tomorrow. Well, what, what, what are you thinking there? I don't know, right? Like the last week or two, you know, the, the markets have just kind of risen, right? Mm. I think partially based off one report that said, oh yeah, that uh, from, from some guy, at, one of the Fed chairs who came out and said, oh yeah, you know, after this November hike and, and December, we really need to start looking at how we might slow down. The, the, mm. um, so, so it's not to reverse, it's not to pause, it's how we might slow down the, the pace at which we are hiking. Right, so so maybe no yes. longer seventy five basis points, maybe fifty, maybe twenty five, and, and then I think yeah. um the the Reserve Bank of Australia and then the Canadian Fed, whatever <laughs> it's called, you know, in in their last minutes also kind of raised less than expected, right? Because their economies aren't doing that yes. great, um, because of the the strong US dollar and all that. So so they they actually you know kind of slowed, and and that led to more hopes of of the US Fed slowing. Right, yeah, their their rate hikes, and, and I guess that's where all the optimism is coming from. But you know, I think for tomorrow's meeting, it, it's kind of a foregone conclusion, right? It, it's going to be seventy five basis points. That that's not going to change. I don't think the markets are pricing any change. the The real question is what will Powell say, um, because his his Fed chairs have all been in a blackout period for the past week and a half, two weeks. So that that's why no news, right? That that's why all WSK. Yes. Um, the Wall Street Journal coming up with, with random speculation um, based on their insider. Um, but, you know, then, you know, so, so it really comes out down to what Powell says tomorrow um, more than his, his actual announcement. And, and then, you know, I guess what, what happens in December and January. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did, last time they raised it, we did expect 75 basis points this time as well, right? Yeah. It, um, it, that's going to happen, I think. Um, it's just probably not going to... Get, we'll never yeah, know. You know For all you know, suddenly it'll be like fifty basis points or something Wait, because hey, what, something, no, don't know what, fifty don't know basis what. points. Yeah, <laughs> market showing up like yes. <laughs> I sell first, I sell first because they were definitely oh, raising it. So I'll, I'll take profit first. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that that will be thing we expected at seventy five basis points, but we'll see because Australia as well. What they raised it twenty five basis points, but they were supposed mm. to raise it more. Um. Yep. Well, they, they said they were going to raise it more the last time they raised it, but let's see let's see this time with with Powell. And actually, yeah. the I mean, last last they raised, and you know, when we were speaking about it, we did mention that you know this quarter earnings for a lot of companies that have you know um, 
basis outside or revenue outside of the US will might be taking some hits uh, yeah. with regard to the strong US dollar and <sighs> and all of that. Right. Yep. <laughs> and Absolutely terrible. I think le- leading leading into the the mega tech earnings that we're going to talk about, <sighs> most of them cited this, didn't they, during the earnings call? I mean, everybody's going to going to say it, right? Whether it's good or it's bad, um, you know, everybody will say that that there's a headwind, right? Um, I think mm. last last quarter everybody was complaining about macro and and increasing interest rates, and and this quarter. Well, they're still complaining about that, but they're also complaining about currency, right? So, so yeah. that's, that that's kind of it, I guess. <laughs> no, you, you, I, I don't know, right? And and I'm I'm kind of struggling with this a bit as well. So you know, every time I look at earnings, I go, oh yeah, fine. We just look at it on a constant currency basis, right? Which kind of just mm. means that you you take the 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 exchange rate last quarter and you apply it to this quarter, you know, and and that's kind of what your revenues should have been, if not for currency fluctuations and i was like yes. oh yeah that, that kind of makes sense um you know it's it's easier for one to to, to compare across and at the end of the day you know currencies fluctuate right so it, this is kind of fair but i think part of me also wonders if that's really right um given that mm. you i mean the weaker dollar really just means that the overseas people might buy a bit more Maybe not for tech, right? Because their their pricing is is quite constant. But for for things like, actually, no. Sorry, a stronger dollar means that they, stronger yeah. dollar. You said weaker dollar just yeah. Now. Sorry, a stronger you meant stronger dollar. dollar means they could buy less. Yeah, means that they'll buy less. So so yeah, okay. Constant currency works. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, brain fog from. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's my excuse for everything. But, <laughs> hey, one week over already, boss. It's okay. Long COVID, bro. <laughs> Right, and, and I mean, jumping into meta, I wish I think yeah. Zuckerberg could have said long COVID as well. Uh, so, I mean, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> jumping into meta, right? Obviously, we did see a decrease in net revenue uh, mm-hmm. year on year, actually, which is insane. I think the, the the part here is the the big steepness in decline in operating income, right? Um, I think they mentioned a forty six percent operating income decline uh, year on year. Um, which is which is for me quite quite insane, right? Uh, I think it's the pivot that they've been trying to make with regards to Meta, okay. and I think comes comes to the question, you know, Anthony, like, is Facebook the Facebook we knew before? Should we even be comparing it to you know two years ago, so on and so forth, or a year ago, so on and so forth, or or this whole new effective um, new startup, if you will? So we, ha- yeah. we can't really compare it to to. To, to what, you know, previous histories and previous results? Well, I, I don't know, right? Because operating income takes in, I think, a lot of their R&D. Yes. Right? So, you know, um, which they are using um, not, not only for the metaverse, but also you know, their, their AI ML, they, they are catching up with TikTok or Reels and all of that. So, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the decline in operating income, that, that's fair. Just, that's just because they've kind of pushed a, a lot of R&D in, right? It, it's a bit like how, you know, Amazon just historically never has great earnings because they, they put everything in, into um, you know, cost and expense as well and, and just push down their, their income figures. So, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a 46% drop, that's fine, but, but that kind of also just reflects the, how they are accounting for, for their R&D and, and where it's coming through in, in the balance sheet. So, uh, in income statement, sorry. So, um, you know, I, I think that that's scary, but 
but it's not the end of the world. Um, and and I think at the end of the day, you know, if, if you still look back at their core business, right, um, the the family of apps and all that, yeah, sure. I think that average revenue per user fell. I think that's right. Yes. Um, but the number of users, time, like both daily time and time fell Monday, as well yeah. per user. Sorry, yeah, time fell the, per user as well per day. But but the number of daily and monthly users actually increased. Right, I, I think w- yeah. w- what what has happened is that you know it, it's just maybe slowing down a bit in the US, but mm-hmm. rest of the world is you know, kind of still using Facebook, right? And at the end of the day, their scale is massive. It's like ha- literally half the world's population, um, is is on one app or the other. So you know that's yeah. that skill. That, that's that like Apple doesn't have that skill, you know. So no, of course not. Uh, yeah. So so there, there's still some growth there, you know, and you know they, they, there is some. Growth, I think, in total revenue. Um, there, there's a bit less in in terms of ads. Um, partially, I think, due to ATT. So, so that impact is still ongoing. Mm. But you know, if you are, if you want to think on the bright side, like like I tend to want to do, right? The the estimated impact on it of ATT was like ten billion, right? And even with this impact, their revenue still grew from last year, mm. right? So, so it's not as if their revenues are ten billion less than last year. You know, they their levels have gone up, yeah. and after you know absorbing this impact, so I think fundamentally that there's a really strong business there, right? And and that works. Mm. The, the only problem is instead of taking all that cash and, and all that profit and you know monetizing it better, they are taking all that cash and all that profit and burning it in the metaverse. Yes, right. And I mean, absolutely. I, I don't know, man. That 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 is the part I have you know issue with. Question marks, so right? invest in Meta as a company. Yeah. And I guess that's the part that, you know, um, I myself and I'm sure Coconuts out there will be thinking about it, right? Previously, it's great. We understand where they are. Too big to fail. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Decent revenue chunk. You really, I mean, even on the train, the amount of people that I've been noticing just on Facebook or Instagram or WhatsApp is, is quite insane. And we live in a, in a small com- country like, like Singapore, right? So imagine around the world. But it's the fact that, you know, in, in a few years' time, will this metaverse thing really pay off, right? Because that's a, that's a big, big commitment that, that Facebook is making to it. And I think that if that fails, then are we, are we looking at the same thing? So are we, if you're investing in Facebook now, I guess the question is this. If you're investing in Facebook now, you're not investing for the, the short-term growth or anything like yeah. this, like what we've mentioned. You're investing for the metaverse, right? You believe that Facebook is going to be leading in the metaverse. Would you say that? Or would you say, no, there's other things we could invest in in Meta now? Well, I mean, there, there's, I guess, a few different ways of thinking you could invest in Meta, right? One, one is mm. you, you can buy Meta and, and kind of think that, well, you know, sooner or later, Zuckerberg will see the light and he'll stop all this um, nonsense <laughs> with the Metaverse. <laughs> um, you know, admit that he burned off all the cash for nothing. And at the end of the day, you know, they will go back to being a, an extremely profitable machine, right? Because 
you, you are removing that overhang, right? And and I think that that's really it, right? I mean, you, you look at their, their stock price. When they actually first announced earnings, the stock price went up. Then, you know, Zuckerberg got on a conference call and, and he went, oh, actually, you know what? We're, we're just going to keep investing in the metaverse. We strongly believe in it. Um, we're, we're just then, going to keep yeah. doing it, right? Um, yeah. and, and then the stock price went down by like 10%. So. Once he said yes. that, right, and he just incinerated like twenty billion of his of his own wealth or something. It's, it's insane. Um, but you know, that's that's that, right? And I, I think so. So you you kind of if you are buying um, Meta, you kind of have to believe that one he either stops this, um, or two he think he actually succeeds, right? And mm. you know, I think we are too early for either one of these things to be really confirmed. Right or or to even see signs of any of these, so yeah, it's 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 one for the really really long term and and the really and it's really really speculative. I think. Right. Yeah. I guess that was my second question. Right. Like, is this going to be speculative? Because there's no data that you can say. You know, what I, I I think we're gonna either way we're gonna make some money out of this. So if I'm investing in it, what am I investing for? Right. Um. Out of these two options, what is the most likely and, and what would I invest in? That would be a question that I would have personally, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, is, is there a, possibly a new platform coming up for, on which we run our communications? Probably, yes. Right? Mm. Is, is there? Is it going to be VR or AR or, or MR? Uh, maybe, also possibly, yes. Um, you know, is, is Zuckerberg the person who lead us there? Well, he has a really good track record, right? I mean, you know, he exactly. he, he's well, he, he didn't really start Facebook or, or you know, he wasn't the, the first person <laughs> in social media, but he, he executed really well. You know, he, he saw where it was yes. going, he wrote a trend and, and everything worked, right? Where, you know, I mean, it was so easy, everybody else would have done it, but well, only he did it. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah, that, that, exactly. that, that is, I mean, talk about a founder with a strong track record, that's him. Um, or, or on the flip side, they didn't miss the miss. The, they didn't miss the whole transition to mobile thing, um, which is why he's so bitter with Apple. Apple and Apple is so bitter with him. But yes, yeah, you know yes. that that's and, and Zuckerberg's really young. I think he's what our age, slightly older. You know, he, mm. he's the youngest of all these big tech founders. So you know, he has that 10, 20 year timeline to to make the the impact that he wants. True. You know, but but I I don't know if I have the patience to wait 10, 20 years with him and leave him all the way. <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, I think those are those are certain questions that we that I have from from the meta meta earnings. Um, yeah. Anything on your side? If not, we'll move on to Alphabet. I mean, like, I think Meta is, is is a strong company, right? It's just this whole bit about the the metaverse and all that that that's really being a bit of a distraction. I mean, they they are really ex- executing really well. You know, they a lot of their investment in AIM and ML are really for reels, right? And and that's really to cut mm. down on TikTok's lead. So, so th- mm. it's not all for you know, um, it, Meta, it's not all Metaverse. for the metaverse, right? Um, a lot of it is is kind of building their own mode as well. And you know, once they build it out, I mean, which other social media network do you think can can come in and and you know, kind of encroach on it? None, right? They they are, they are deepening their mode because in this environment, nobody else is going to be able to spend billions of dollars trying to research and get this out. Right, yeah. so you know, I think that the core business is doing well. It's it's becoming stronger, you know, as as they you know kind of defend against TikTok. But 
the the, mm. the big big question is really this whole metaverse thing because you know you can spin off lots of excess cash, but if that cash is not going back to shareholders and you are investing it, and if the investment fails, then that's just burning the money, right? So so that's I think that's still the key issue. Fair enough. Awesome. Uh, that's yes. that's the first of our four big tech. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's mama. jump across to yeah, mama. Literally. So the A stands for alphabet. So we'll jump into that one there. Um, let's see. Six percent revenue growth slowed. Uh, so six percent growth now, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to forty-one percent year on year. Um, again, you know, even though they've put out these comparisons, is it really fair to compare last year? Um, is is a big question for me. Um, well, mainly because last year was was COVID year, right? Everything well, but yes, was high. Right? We, we compared them when we, they were comparing to non-COVID year, so they have to take the good with the bad. You know, you can't choose. Oh yeah, good means I compare <laughs> yeah. bad. I don't compare. <laughs> For but, them, I mean, it is like. For us, is a question. <laughs> I guess uh, another way of, of looking at it is that you look at the, the rates over three years, right? What was the mm. kicker? And and I think it's still really good. You know, it's probably still twenty plus thirty percent. You know, even with a six percent figure now. So, yeah, I think that yeah. that's probably a, a simpler way of looking at it. Instead of looking at a year by year, you just average it out. <laughs> that's true. At least that that reduces it. I wish I could have um, alphabet twenty three percent five year kicker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that, that's exactly. not bad, actually. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, hence, <laughs> hence my thing. Um, they did mention that. Um, what was it? That Google Cloud actually brought in some money. Um, <laughs> more more than expected. The rest were, you know, a little bit of a of a question mark. Uh, there was increase of five. I think it brought in six point nine billion, an increase of five billion from from compared to the previous years. So we did speak about this as well in in our last earnings call. With Google, yep. right? We mentioned cloud is the biggest growth factor, so on and so forth. Um, so I think that well, one there is, it, it, is it's the newest one for them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expected expected growth in 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 this region, right? Um, but Piche obviously came out to say that you know they're going to slow down the headcount hiring. They're really going to try and make it more twenty percent more profitable. Um, there was a leak about his all hands. Um, mm-hmm. that came out, I think, about a month or two ago. Uh, I think we covered it here in our market updates. So we've yet to see if they have become, you know, more more and more um, efficient. Twenty percent more efficient is what he said. I think let's wait for a couple of quarters down there. Yeah, I think that their hit count actually increased, you know, from last quarter to this quarter. Right? They they added like yes, tens of thousands of engineers or something. <laughs> and that's kind of the the thing I wanted to to talk to you about as well. Right? I mean, we, we keep talking about you know all these tech companies announcing layoffs and all that, but hey, mm. you know, big big tech even from last quarter when they were announcing it, actually has increased headcount, right? When are we ever going to see a decrease in headcount? Like a, a proper, I mean, big tech, right? Not not Snap or, you know, um, C <laughs> or, or Grab, um, which is extremely yeah. terrible. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I think that there kind of has to come a point where actions and words kind of align. And, you know, mm. so far, they, they have been talking a lot about, you know, cutting down costs, being leaner, being more efficient. I, I don't know, man. We, we, we just need to wait to, to, to see whether... We need to see if this is... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to wait for a Q4 earnings call. Let's see the, the end of financial year. Let's see exactly what's happening. Um, I do know that in, in the tech space, hiring is slowing down. So mm. you're getting less and less jobs in LinkedIn, less and less jobs around. Le- in, less and less recruiters emailing you every other day going, hey, yeah. have you ever <laughs> <laughs> And nowadays, they're smart. They email. They email. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like LinkedIn is amazing, right? It's just like, you know, spam. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, man. So let's let's see how Google goes. Um, and then, of course, we can't wait to see if, if Sundar Pichai can, can do this, right? Because I think one thing I was thinking about, this is the effective first time they've had to operate a bit more as a, as a big enterprise. The last time they... If you look at the last few drops, they were expanding like crazy. 2002, yeah. 2008, 2012, 2015, all expansion, literally, right? Now is yeah. the point where they went, you know what? We are actually at a different time in our company. So we really need to make sure uh, to improve our, our, our financials. Yeah, I, I think that this is, yeah, right. This is probably the first recession or the first upcoming recession that big tech has to navigate when, when they're big. Mm. Right and, and when cost of capital hasn't been cheap and you know they they are still like kind of a hyper growth company, right? And now now they are well kind of medium growth or, or slowing growth. So so yeah, it's it's going to but but extremely dominant, right? They they, they are quasi monopolies in, in whatever they do. So you know it's mm. it'll be quite interesting to see how how they come out of this, right? May, maybe they'll be the new you know defensive staples that that in the next recession people go, yeah, we don't buy Xingxiong, we buy Alphabet. Or you buy Microsoft, right? Because confirm and die. Instead of buying Coca Cola, I buy um, Apple because yeah, it's essential to my life as as Coca Cola. I I don't know. Yeah, this is this is odd, but yeah, you know, it'll be it'll be quite interesting to see what what happens at the end of all of this. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Microsoft, take us through that, Anthony. Yeah, Microsoft. Um, they did. Decently, I thought you know I'm again optimistic, right? So, so, so yeah. I think they 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 missed on on some aspects of of earnings. I think cloud came in like one percent lower growth than expected. So thirty five instead of thirty six percent. You know, um, overall it, overall earnings. I think they they beat the expectations, uh, but but you know the price still went down. I think after the announcement, um, but but you know looking at the details, cloud cloud was up. Good. Um, it was like thirty one percent year year growth, so slightly slowing. Last last quarter was thirty six. Previous one was I think forty two. So, um, slowing growth, right? Um, obviously of a larger base, but that's I think something to keep in mind. Um, you know, and I think that that also kind of is a sign of of their maturing business, right? And and of the shift to cloud, where people are, our companies are getting more and more confident of that shift to cloud and are actually mm. signing up longer longer contracts. So so instead of I'll just do this for a year. They they sign a three to five year commitment and you know because it's a bigger deal, it's, it's a bigger amount, you know, those deals take longer to close. And of course those mm. deals are cheaper. So so margin not necessarily greater. But you know, I think that's that's kind of been the the way that they've explained this slight deceleration in growth and, and to kind of prime for a further deceleration, you know, in, in the upcoming quarter, right? That that's because the, the contracts are getting larger, they're taking longer to close, you know, you would expect to see some sort of variation well, quarter to quarter as to cloud revenue. So okay, fine. A, a bit a bit um a, a bit disappointing, but you, you can kind of see mm. it's reasonable. Right, and, and I thought what was really interesting was them saying, "Oh, you know, for for Azure and and to run our data centers and all that, we are going to spend two hundred fifty million dollars on energy costs. That is Whoa. a lot of money, right? Whoa. Just for electricity. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's not even maintenance of data centers. So it's just electricity, two hundred fifty mil. <laughs> Jeez. 
Fat. Is this an efficiency problem or that's how, how fast they're growing and what no, they're No, I, I think that's just how much electricity, you know, data centers use. To and, run. And, yeah, to run <sighs> and they're just building up, you know, servers because it, it's still expanding, right? Demand. And and yeah. you need like fill, fillovers and all that. So, so yeah, it's, I thought it was pretty amazing. Um, yeah. And I think what's, but, you know, again, to spin this as a positive and say, well, look, you know, imagine you are the bank, right? You are... Um, DBS and all your servers are on-prem, right? Mm. That's your electricity cost. Once you Correct. sign up to Azure and shift to cloud, um, even if it's a private cloud, that is Azure's cost. It's no longer DBS's cost, right? And then yes, it's all yes. wrapped up in you know, whatever services you provide. So, hey, this could actually be a cost if electricity prices you know, keep going up. This could actually be a cost saver. Right and and kind of look at that. help that shift to the cloud as as the cost benefit analysis for for enterprises just, just makes a bit more sense. Mm. Maybe maybe definitely right. The only the only question there is that sticky. So that means even though they might be taking some of those costs, you cannot really just move away from from Azure. Yeah. Right? No, but but that that's why you know you you want to be Azure, right? It's like okay, you 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 kind of bring these people in, you know, because they think they're saving money, but you know they're going to have to spend ten years with you. So at the end of ten years, exactly. they really save money. That's a different question. <laughs> right? It's like signing up to you know um Office three six five for for your personal use, right? You pay what ten mm. bucks a month, uh, ten bucks a year, yeah. which is really really cheap. Yeah. But you know, I would ha- I would have bought like my Office. To 2007 or 2010 for 80 bucks and then I would have used it for 15 years. You know? so yeah, exactly. Is it really cheap <laughs> over the lifetime? Nobody knows. You know, but, but it does look a lot cheaper on paper at first. So mm, who knows? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that might be you know, the way going forward. Nice. I mean, I can second that. I mean, the cloud services have been increasing. So, um, and, and, and Microsoft itself has been improving the, the whole infrastructure around the cloud yep. uh, in, in general and including integrations and so on. So that that's... Um, that's always good to hear coming from a giant like Microsoft, right? Yeah. But yeah, what about its staple? Um, for example, Windows. Do they still sell those? Yeah, they, they still <laughs> sell not those. Really? Um, they, they still okay. sell those. Um, licensing is still big, but I think it, it went down by about 15% year on year this time around. Okay. So, so you know, I think, you know, that, and that's kind of, we did, we, we're not talking about Amazon today, right? Did, did uh, no, no, we didn't. Should we oh. actually? We should have. We're talking about Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even remember. This has just been a, a mess of a week. Um, but you know, I think it's kind of the the, the whole narrative of the, the slowing consumer spend and recession coming. People are afraid of you know high interest rates. People are afraid of recession mm. cutting back, and and well, you you don't buy a new computer when you want to do that. Essentially, right? Or yes. or you bought a new computer last year or two years ago because of COVID, so no reason to change now, right? Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I think personal uh, their personal devices is, is dropping, you know, and they're expecting it to drop, you know, quite a bit further next quarter as well. I think another five ten percent. So you know, it's it's not like the the consumer space for for personal computing just isn't great. I think at at this stage. Got it. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really good lead into Apple, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Apple had its earnings call, right? It, uh, it beat estimates, but sorry. Um, yes, it beat estimates, but barely. Um, they The big thing that they cited as well was, you know, we could have grown double digits if it weren't for the US dollar being so strong <laughs> and we have to convert it all back. Um, but I think one thing I want to point out here is that 
there is a well, one thing that Apple didn't do even in the last quarter was show guidance, right? For for what's going to happen in the next quarter and so on and so forth. Um, but one other thing is the fact that the iPhone, according to census, has slumped in China in terms of twenty percent mm-hmm. growth. Uh, so people are buying less phones, right? L- alluding to, to exactly what you mentioned, Anthony, with regards to personal devices. So they are saying that you know it's actually slowing down. Um, in, in, in terms of all of this, even though they are EPS came out at 1.29 versus the estimate of 1.27. Yep. Services also, I mean, effectively gross margin remained about the same for Apple, 42.3%. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the estimate was at 42.1, um, which uh, honestly is for a hardware company is, is amazing, right? Because you technically don't pay for their yeah. software. Um, all of it, <laughs> all of it is well, done in-house. We'll, we'll and, see, and we'll see, in. right? Um, we'll, 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 we'll <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely. So they said that they only put in about, I think, seven days worth of iPhone sales. So we will need to see next quarter a lot more with regards to to what's happening with the iPhone and, and personal devices. Mac revenue did go up, um, but we expected that. Um, and and I think iPad revenue and stuff, uh, that's nothing too great. The two big ones are iPhone and Mac. So they mentioned that, even though they mentioned supply chain issues with regards to Apple. And I think let's see with regards to next quarter with regards to the iPhone, because I think personal devices is take, going to be taking a hit this year. Yep. People spending less, saving money, all of these things. Actually, I have a question for you, right? Because mm. you are the Apple fan. What do you think about them putting up ad spaces on your phone? So, so I think they, they're going to start right. displaying ads to you um, either in the App Store or um yeah elsewhere i think probably mainly in the app store right yes like does that matter at all um i think that's going to be the i mean for me personally i think that wouldn't be a much of an issue because you see that on google or whatever website you're on every day um i think it depends on where they put it Mm -hmm. Uh, if it's like blank in the middle of your face or it's a pop-up or anything annoying then I, i hate it so much yeah. Right. Um, if it's the way that Google does it, where it's on the sides and stuff like that, that's I think that's okay. Um, I just don't want it on my phone. So in an app store, obviously, you know, you'll be scrolling and looking through it ads, uh, looking through different yeah. apps. That's when I go into the app store. I don't go into app store a lot unless I know what I'm yeah. downloading or I want to see what games there are out there. So if it's in, you know, just regular phones and you're opening up a random app, a random Apple app, like reminders or tasks or notes, and that pops up, I'll be super annoyed. <laughs> Yeah, because so yeah, that's what I was thinking, right? See. Like, like th- th- this just seems kind of um, antithetical to, to the usual Apple approach of, you know, I want everything clean, mm. I-, I want control over everything and, and all of that, right? Which, which kind of leads to that premium experience. But but then now you're, you're yes. serving up ads. And, and I guess you can serve up ads in a taste, tasteful way. Um, but at the end of the day, that's still... Like, like I don't know. I, 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 I'm not in the Apple, Apple ecosystem. Um, I, I just thought mm. that that felt a bit odd. Um, if if they were still trying to go for premium pricing, but I guess that's that's right. The question yeah. is coming from. I think we need to see how they do it, right? And and I can understand in an app store because honestly, there's a lot of noise in there. When I'm looking at stuff to just when I go in there just to see what games are available, I want to scour through. I have no idea what to search, and it stops after a while. Right, with regards to what you're scrolling and yep. so on, you get bored after a while. So you can see the need um, for for them to put in an ad in those specific regions. But if I'm using it for you know my productivity and that's in there, I might just be telling you I'm moving away from this ecosystem. <gasps> 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. It's quite a big one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Honestly, man, last thing I want. Tim Cook. Last thing I want is Don't do it. I'm sure he knows this, but it's not only me as you know as an Apple fan that's gonna gonna be saying that for sure. We do that because we need it clean, easy, straightforward, and I don't want to see stuff I don't want to have in there, right? That's yeah, turning me off Facebook and Instagram. To be honest, we talked about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, and, and and I guess that that was kind of the the thing that that struck me about Apple, right? Because to, to me, you know, I, I think that. My my key idea of them is still that they are a really really good hardware company, um mm. you know and they are you know they they, they, are, they have great cross margins on hardware which is difficult because they have premium branding premium pricing on it that's great right um and they are they are also increasing their services revenue which is good but you know mm. I, I guess they're. I'm just kind of looking out for the point where they they kind of try to turn all these levers to you know earn more money and and get revenue growth, but end up hurting their brand and and their user experience, because then yeah. that you know might lead to the the whole chain of effects of oh yeah you know people don't want to be locked in the ecosystem anymore they would rather buy buy a different device and or they just don't upgrade as much you know or, or yeah. they feel less brand loyalty and and that could be detrimental in, in the longer run so so i just mm. thought, oh yeah you know, this, this this is something worth you know looking at yeah no no fair enough i think one thing on my side with, with regards to the apple is when they launched the ultra the new watch mm-hmm. it's been sold out for a while by the way oh, that okay. for me is, is is a big of a question mark uh more than the iphone uh even though it's a premium watch brand and so on and so forth it's been sold out i think it's at least three weeks or something or four weeks if you order it Yep. I mean, you can't even go to the store to see it because, well, they're still those. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I think I, I, I don't see. know, bro. You, you wait years for Rolex, right? So, uh, a few <laughs> weeks for, for Apple Watch. Ah, forget it. Hey, Ro- Rolex, not $1,000. If Rolex is $1,000, I'll buy it tomorrow. Don't worry. At <laughs> <laughs> a zero, I can get. <laughs> awesome, man. Um yeah, I think any anything else on your side with regards to yeah. Apple or, or big tech? No, no, no. I, I think we're, we're good. You know, um, I mean, Apple is, is Apple, right? I think what, what was interesting was that they, they were the only big tech company who went up after earnings. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I didn't think their earnings were that fantastic, um, you know, to be honest. So I, 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 thing, feel, huh? I, I feel like, you know, th- this is really just um, a flight to safety, right? And it's it's not even like, you know, Microsoft and and Google, well, yeah, clearly not Meta, but you know, Google and Microsoft are, are no longer considered safe anymore. Everybody is going to Apple, and you know that just means that we are progressing further and further down the the line towards a, a total crash, right? Because once people lose confidence in Apple, that's when the the whole cascading starts. Yes, absolutely. Well, the next quarter 
Apple's next quarter is a big one then. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so exciting. Mark, oh, man, cash. what is I'm going so to happen? In, I have so in, much cash. <laughs> oh, my God. What, what's going to happen in, in, in one quarter, man? So many things could happen, right? FOMC yeah. could have raised rates by two two times, three times already. Um, we'll see what Google is going to do end of year. Typically, Q4 is good for tech because end of financial mm. year, so they purchase for the next financial year. We'll be using last year's budget. I'm sure, Anthony, you know all about this. Yep. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, so I bill monthly, so you know, um, I don't care about your financial year. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see. Let's see how all of this goes. I'm really, really excited to see where we are next year. I think next year, in all fairness, though, it might just be a very, very much of a roller coaster ride um, of, of down and up, down and up, yeah. depending on on earnings, depending on what's going to happen in, in real inflation, jobs, employment. All of these things will come into play. But yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I, hope, I hope macro is, is less of a story next year, though. I'm, I'm kind of mm. sick of talking about it. I mean, selfishly, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna talk about something else, so, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't it doesn't cause some sort of like a real estate recession and mortgage and all of these things. Right? I, I, I really need to buy a house. So. Real estate recession is okay. Okay. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. All right, coconuts. This was a long one this uh, this week. We hope you like the the big earnings. Sorry, we didn't cover Amazon. We can definitely do that next week. Just a heads up that uh, Reggie will be taking next week, as uh, I think Anthony and I are both away. We need to be needed. Holiday. A break, hey. hey. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> then Reggie comes in next week. The the uh, subscribers shoot up. You know, the listeners shoot up. So. Okay, then then he can take it going forward, right? Yeah. It's okay. I'll go on holiday every week. <laughs> It's for the greater good, man. Yeah, true. (laughs) Awesome, Coconuts. We will see you in a couple of weeks, yeah? Bye. See you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh. And trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback. So share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.